The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, Tail Varsity Radio. We welcome in the pride of Ord, Husker Basketball Thoughts. Uh, Andy Markowski with us at Markowski underscore Andy, assistant at Pius as well. So if you have a, uh, a fantastic daughter that's player of the week, does that make you dad of the week? <laughs> I I have riding her coattails now for, for a couple of years. So if that, if that transfers over, I'll take it. I just had to, I just had to ask Andy uh, thoughts on, on Nebraska basketball and, and coach Hoiberg and company will start here with uh, where the team's at, disappointing down against Kansas State. University of Queens uh, gets rocking tonight. Uh, are, is, is this, they're all big, but is this a big ball game for, for Fred and company? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's a non-conference game, so you have to keep it in, in perspective. But, you know, this is a team that, you know, had built some momentum with obviously the great win at, at Creighton and then, you know, a, a, a terrific game against Purdue and, you know, had chances to, to, to beat a, a number one, you know, caliber team. As you mentioned, you know, the, the K-State game was disappointing. And this team doesn't have a lot of, uh, you know, mar- margin of error, right? So if they, don't, if they don't bring it, if they're not healthy, if they're missing a couple pieces or a couple pieces don't play well, they can, they can certainly be beat by – you know, by, by solid programs, Kansas State's not a great program. It's not terrible either. So tonight, I think, is important in the sense of, they, you know, they you beat Creighton. You know, now, now you have to keep improving. You have to, you know, find ways to win, especially at home. And you got to get yourself a little momentum going into Christmas because the, the Big Ten season is going to be a grind. You're already 0-2. Um, I think it gets easier. You play at Indiana and Purdue at home. So I, the, the schedule does get a little easier. But this would be a nice win to, uh, you know, to, to, to heal up a little bit, see the ball go through the hoop, uh, you know, protect your home court, which is going to be important for them to have a chance to be successful in the Big Ten. Andy Markowski with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And, Andy, with a team like this that that's still gelling, you think there's something to the fact of how much they've struggled outside the borders of the state of Nebraska? I mean, I know Creighton was technically a road game, but it's still inside the state of Nebraska, and there was a good number of Husker fans at that game. But Nebraska, I think only one win outside the borders of the state of Nebraska thus far this season. Do you think there's something to that with a team that you know hasn't quite come together and might struggle on, a, on an opposing floor where the, the the fans are rowdy and it makes things a little bit tough? Is that something to watch early in the season? No, I, I don't. I mean, it's naturally hard to play on the road, but they, they've played a really hard schedule. I mean, if you look at, you know, the St. John's, uh, you know, Big East uh, game, they didn't have Walker, and then, you know, then you're down with some neutral four games against some good teams, with, you know, without Ian Walker and, 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 and two of those, but he was just back, and, you know, certainly you're going, you're going to Indiana, um, so it, it is hard to win on the road. I, I don't, you know, think that it's unique to this group. This is a veteran group. I think that's what makes them special is they you know they've been in adversity. They've been in those situations. You know, I, I think the the, the the biggest issue potentially with this team is they're they're not very deep. Um, you know, they're dependent on on you know Walker finding them some baskets at the five. It was nice to see you know Breitbach and 
and the bench uh, find a way to score at K-State. They, they need some other players to, to step up and score. If they would have had a little bit more contributions from like a Wiltshire against Purdue, they win that game. So, you know, when you go on the road, you, you know, four or five players have to play well, and they just haven't been able to do that in, in some of those road situations. Andy, one of the guys who played played really well uh, down in Kansas City, Jamarcus Lawrence. What 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 do you think of his game, and what do you see moving forward here, role wise? Well, he's a, he's a young kid, right? So mm-hmm. so as a freshman, uh, I think offensively he's been able to help them probably from from the start. Um, you know, when I went and watched him a little bit uh, in early no- uh, November, some October practices, Fred thought maybe he was one of the better shooters on the team. However, um, they're hanging their hat on defense right now. I mean, rotations and, and scouting and, and things that sometimes young kids struggle to, to adjust to. So, you know, the fact that he was able to get in and, and, and contribute offensively, I think now that, you know, he's, you know, a third or, you know, 30% through the season, you hope that he's picking up some of the defensive things that he's going to be able to do. But they need to find some, uh, some points from the bench, and if he's a kid that can come in and, and shoot it and open the floor a little bit more for some of their drivers, that's a positive. Andy, i got to switch gears with you to uh, Nebraska women and, and KU tomorrow. Uh, KU comes in number 20, but uh, you know what? Coach Williams and company uh, feels like uh, that, that maybe Nebraska women, they're back on track. Well, certainly they're they're playing better. I think it took them some time to learn how to play without Sam Hottie. Now, the positive thing is she Sam is, is back. You know, still not you know probably a hundred percent, but um, you know I think Jess Shelley found her, you know her role playing a little bit uh, more on the ball than off the ball. I, I you know I think Alexis uh, uh, has settled in and, and has been a little bit more consistent than maybe what she was the first uh, you know couple three games of the season. The boards hurt, so they still need to get her back. It's, you know, even though they've been productive up front, you know, Izzy's a three-year starter, mm-hmm. all-conference caliber player, so they need to get her back. And, and the schedule stuff, I encourage, uh, if you haven't seen him, uh, Kansas is terrific. Kansas went down to beat Arizona, which was nice in the country, by 30. Uh, they're undefeated, um, so come out, you know, tomorrow night, uh, barring the blizzard, and, and support this group. And then, you know, then they get Michigan at home, and they go to number four, Indiana. So the next three games are going to find a lot about themselves, and, you know, to Amy's point, I, I do think they're playing better, but they're going to have to, uh, to to have that consistency if they're going to be competitive, especially in a three-game stretch like they're up against. And even a chance to, to check out the rest of the Big Ten and how they stack up, that's a topic we've hit a little bit on the men's team just based on, you know, how many numbers do you think that the Big Ten will get in the men this year? Have you had a chance to watch the women? And, and I guess I'll rephrase that same question back to you. How many Big Ten women's teams do you think are, are going to be going dancing this year if, you, if you've had a chance to follow that and watch? Yeah, I, I think it's solid six, um, and, and seven is, is, is kind of on the bubble. I look at a team like Purdue that, that has had a pretty solid non-conference that they could find some. Um, you know, the great thing about the Big Ten is you can play your way in, right? I mean, yeah. you got you got Iowa in the top ten. you got Indiana in the top ten. you got Ohio State in the top ten. I mean, so any of these teams in the middle of the pack of the Big Ten, you find your – you know, find a way to win a couple of those games. Those are great resume wins. You know, Nebraska has one already at Maryland. That, that, that's a win that comes selection Sunday. Uh, you know, that gets people's attention. Not a lot of people are going to go into, into Maryland and win or, or win at some of these other places. So uh, I think the Big Ten from, from four to ten is a lot deeper and more consistent than maybe what, what it was a year ago. Um, I, you know, the top was good a year ago. I think the top is good again. And if Nebraska stays healthy, I, I think they have a chance. They're, they're different. Uh, Ohio State, uh, Indiana, uh, Iowa are all small. They, they play kind of four out around one post. Uh, Nebraska has the ability to, 
to play with two posts that can score. Uh, so, you know, it'll be interesting to see if we can if we can win the four matchup against some of those teams or if we're going to have to play smaller to, to, to better match. So we, we have, a, I think, a little bit different team than the top of the league. It'll be just interesting how it plays out. Andy, about 30 seconds. Give us an update on uh, Pius girls basketball, how things are rolling. Yeah, no, thanks, Chris, for, for asking. We're uh, fortunately to be 5-0. and The kids are, are working hard, playing great. Uh, the hack uh, just got seeded, so the, the hack conference tournament will start uh, – after Christmas, so we were fortunate to, to be voted number one. So I think it's our fifth year in a row that we're the, the one seed to start the hack. And uh, we have our, our kind of our rival Lincoln Southwest. Uh, it was supposed to be Thursday night. Now it's, uh, now it's tomorrow night due to the storm. So it's always a great, you know, in, in-city rival against uh, a great program at Lincoln Southwest. But, uh, you know, happy to be a part of it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's fun to see high school uh, and college basketball in full swing. Andy, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Thanks for jumping on and talking some ball with us today. Awesome. Same to you guys. Merry Christmas. Take care. There he is, Andy Markowski, pride of Ord. Joining us, uh, Husker men's and women's basketball, some high school hoops. Good to get his perspective. Uh, We've shuffled things around. Mitch Sherman, 15 minutes away. We're going to give Mitch a virtual hug. Apparently he's dealing with the... Uh, vehicle issues. Travis Vokalek on the way next hour.